The most important thing in life is your family. There are days you love them and others you don't, but in the end, they're the people you always come home to. Sometimes it's the family you're born into, and sometimes it's the one you make for yourself. No cares. I'm happy. All right, let's do it. Okay, so um, Sarah and I were recording, um, what is this, episode 15? Episode 15, yeah. Yeah, and um, fortunately, we were well, we were only 10 minutes in and we had to re-record because Sarah, when I played back the audio, was sounding like an alien. So <laughs> <laughs> an alien talking about slow mo- in slow motion about how kids can be assholes. <laughs> It was really funny to hear back. Well, yeah, maybe the audio of that we can like we can just add that in. Um, yeah, hear me say that because I do believe that kids could be assholes. And in this episode, they kind of prove it. Um, what is the name of this? Okay. Um, I was going to say what was the name of this asshole? Sorry, what was the? <laughs> okay, so this is this is season two, episode fifteen, shortcomings. And in this episode, all of the girls um, deal with some sort of issues with families and relationships. So in this episode, Carrie is dating this guy and she loves his family. He has an awesome Mm -hmm. family, but she really, he has this kind of like weird thing in bed. There's a sexual issue. He comes too quickly, but she's really torn because she likes the family a lot. And it's a very, very good episode. Um... Miranda in this episode uh, is at the gym and meets a guy who has a kid and the kid's an asshole, which is where um, kids could be assholes comes from. And she just has to kind of (laughs) deal with the ups and downs of dating somebody who has children. And then lastly, Charlotte and Samantha have kind of a combined plot and Samantha sleeps with Charlotte's recently separated brother. Um, He recently got separated. He's visiting Charlotte, staying with her, and Samantha sleeps with him, and it causes friction between Charlotte and Samantha, and it brings up some of the different plot points we have to talk about over the podcast tonight. Yes. Yeah. So Um, great recap. Initial initial (laughs) thoughts on the episode. And, oh, good question. Initial thought, even though we've already like recorded this part. No, so but actually- let's just tell the listeners again what we talked about. And re- the jokes were good. <laughs> Initial thoughts on this episode. Um, I thought it was a great episode. Um, it's definitely one of those like memorable kind of sex in the city when you think about all the episodes you've watched. Like this is one of them that stands out particularly because – Carrie gets along so much with this um, guy's mother. And so then they have their, they want to kind of create their own kind of separate relationship thing. And um, so, yeah, it brings up interesting topics of, you know, boundaries with family members and uh, partners and boyfriends and girlfriends, stuff like that. And so I thought it was like a really solid one. Me too. I really Mm -hmm. liked it. Um, This episode is one of my favorites from the series and it's a standout episode for me and really memorable in my mind because of the interaction with Justin Theroux and Carrie. It's pretty funny. It's really humorous and also Carrie's outfit at the end. Um, It's just this iconic look and any of the listicles of where Carrie's best outfits, this outfit is usually ranked and it's this just like simple gray short tight cotton with some elastane like dress and she's got like high heels a tan she's got those amazing ray-ban aviators and gold she just looks great 
She looks great. She's got like layered gold chain necklaces. The dress she's wearing is that like olive, like almost like muscle tee, like mini mm-hmm. dress that's tight. And like only she could pull off. Um, and how that look is also so in right now. Like I literally was watching it and thinking like, oh my gosh, I could I like see people right now wearing that, that outfit. Um, Do you think, okay, Gil, when you look at the clothes in this show, maybe it's because we're in 2021 and so late 90s fashion is so in now so it feels relevant it doesn't feel dated I wonder if I would have thought that 10 years ago or 15 do you think the fashion is relevant now because of how trends are or just because it was styled really well back then I think a combination of both I think it was styled really well back then But I think most recently, like, you know, we talked about how, like, some of Miranda and Charlotte's outfits have been very, like, Eileen Fisher looking. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, their outfits, especially those characters' outfits, which have, you know, previously I've thought looked very dated. Like, they're super in right now, like, really 90s, kind of, like, that Mm -hmm. basic kind of almost, like, Everlane type of look. And so I think it really – I think it's a combination of both. I mean, Carrie's outfits, like – I don't think Carrie's outfits ever, aside from like maybe the first two episodes, I don't think they've ever felt dated because they felt no. they're so kind of out there that they're in their own kind of sphere, you know? That's but a this, good way of putting it. Yeah. But this one was like very much like a, this was like not one of Carrie's crazy outfits. It was like kind of a normal one. And like yeah. she, and, and it just works really well. And But I, th- but I remember like even 10 years ago, I was like, oh, I love that dress. So, oh, I feel like I've tried to copy that outfit <laughs> since seeing this like episode in college. Yeah. And I was like, okay, American apparel, tight dress with heels and Ray-Bans. Got it. And like anyone <laughs> trying to execute, you know, it's like reality versus expectations. And her, her hair plays a good role in it too because she has her it hair. It creates like, that volume. The volume, the curly it's hair. So un, it's so undone. It's like messy because she's got this amazing outfit. You can't have too done of hair with an amazing outfit. But I yeah. mean, we could die, you know, analyze this outfit all podcast long. But okay. <laughs> so, but in this episode, they are, there are some really, really good themes that come up with boundaries yep. and families. So which one should we get into first? I was thinking the Samantha Charlotte plot line. Let's do the Samantha Charlotte one. Okay. Um, so basically, Charlotte's brother is in town visiting Charlotte um, he's going through separation and uh, he his name's Wesley his wife is named Leslie Wesley and Leslie <laughs> and you know Charlotte's really like rooting for the relationship and then she's kind of like what happened and you know like she doesn't understand like what's going on between them anyway basically uh, Charlotte makes you know a reservation at like a cocktail bar or something to get drinks with Carrie so that Carrie can meet her brother. And so um, in walks Carrie, and then Samantha's with her. And as soon as Charlotte sees Carrie and Samantha, she goes, oh, shit. And, like, (laughs) we get a sense that, like, Charlotte's, like, we're not really sure, but she's, like, annoyed. And um, Charlotte is basically like, what is she doing here to Carrie about Samantha? (laughs) And Carrie's response is amazing. It's like, um, that's our friend Samantha. Like, don't know if you like remember. (laughs) So good. Um, But, you know, I think Charlotte's very like threatened and also just like doesn't like the idea of 
you know, when Samantha sees an attractive man, she goes in for the kill. And, you know, Charlotte's protective of her brother because she feels like he's really vulnerable right now. And like, and she's really wanting like their marriage to work, stuff like that. So she's like really like kind of annoyed um, that she is Samantha. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if Charlotte would have been annoyed if it would have been someone like Miranda or Carrie. (laughs) Like, I don't know, Miranda. (laughs) We are the Mirandas. I wonder if she'd be annoyed. (laughs) I think, I think particularly because it's Samantha and Charlotte and Samantha's characters are in such juxtaposition to each other. And, and I think, Charlotte just thinks like my brother shouldn't be with someone like you you're kind of slutty and even in the end she says you know is your vagina just open for everybody in the city and and she really hurts Samantha and I I think it's because Charlotte judges her and she feels Mm -hmm. protective of her brother and I related to that experience of having because I'm a twin and so you know Nick we always had the same friend group and or similar friends both in high school and college and I knew girls that were very interested in him. And if they, if they were girls, like, I didn't like. I'd be like, well, I don't want you, like, sleeping or hanging out with my brother. Because, first off, I don't like you. And I know in this case, Charlotte and Samantha are friends. But um, but I also knew those girls who would, like, kind of use me to get to my brother. In high school, there was that one girl. And I was like, I, don't, I can't stand you. You don't like me. So why are you trying to come over here? Why are you <laughs> pretending to be my friend? This my brother so was obvious. Like so immature. He'd always like blame, like take, like he'd take poops and blame other. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even like he was receptive to her, her like sexual energy she was directing towards. Him. It's just like, oh, it's no. like I knew that he would just like make fun of her. But in college, particularly, right there was a there was a bunch of girls who. Um, I think slept with my brother and it was just like, not that it was a problem, but it is weird. I, you know, it's, it's just, um, it takes some getting used to, but I think now being older, it wouldn't bother me, but I know it it did when I was younger. Nick, if you're listening, this is a cry for help. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe in a year he'll get to this he moved down to Miami that he listened to it on the car ride down oh he drove, he drove down and he was he was listening to it wait it did great. he leave a review on the podcast do you know did he oh my because I there was him. someone who left a review unless it was like you okay I'm <laughs> that, not that psychotic that was like I listened to the whole thing like on a road trip like have you seen that's that review so nice. maybe he did I that know and then nice. I was <laughs> that's so nice you're like, Sarah's a psycho then, and probably wrote that. <laughs> or it might have been Catherine also. Oh, God, I should ask them. God, my, my family yeah. is so supportive. Whoever listened uh, to it on a road wh- trip or really... Whichever Cullen sibling. No, but... Um, <laughs> Thank but you. Speaking of, on, the, on the opposite end, my brother never really cared if I hooked up with any of his friends. But post-college, I made out with... Um, and <laughs> he... I know, I did. It was post-college. Hey, really? Yeah. Oh my god, I did not know this. But he was so stressed about it that he called my brother and was like panicking and Nick was like, 
what is he trying to say to me? He's like, I made out with Sarah. And Nick's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, what, why are you calling me? I'm at dinner right now. So, who calls anymore? I know who calls. Um, but it's, it's funny when it's when it's siblings. So I, I totally knew why Charlotte was like reacting a certain way. Maybe it's different when you're like a twin. And it, maybe it, it, also like if I had a little brother, you'd be protective over your sibling. Um, yeah. But I'm definitely very protective over my siblings. But and I just wanted but also you know, it's, my brother to it's, someone really nice. You know, and Charlotte might have also been annoyed because you know that like Samantha like is the quintessential person who kisses and tells, you know, <laughs> and I don't, I think, <laughs> I think Charlotte is like, you know, I don't want to have to hear about it over my fucking brunch tomorrow. You know I mean? Actually, that's such a good point because when at the, <laughs> Over the my post coitus in the morning, she's in she's in the t shirt and she's like on the counter <laughs> and she's like talking and then Charlotte's like, "What are you doing?" and then Samantha's kind of like, "Well done, honey." <laughs> she's like <laughs> saying something nice about Wesley as if that's a reflection of Charlotte and Wesley. Like her, her brother's sexual performance is a reflection of her values or something, <laughs> or just her. I her know. I thought that was so strange range like well done you've you've done well again like Sarah and I were joking (laughs) Sarah and I were joking earlier that this is like some fucking like medieval like games of thrones level (laughs) shit well I think earlier I actually said families sleeping with families or something I was like fuck that sounded so terrible um but wow that's (laughs) it <laughs> did it felt like like incestuous but i don't know why that we we somehow made that mistake of me saying that you're like family sleeping with families what are you talking about my mom's probably like what is going on in the sex positive culture well, in new york no what i thought was like in like kind of funny just like from like more of like a, a wardrobe and like set department thing was you know like uh, Charlotte's brother when in the opening scene where we see him like he's wearing a shirt that says Duke like a college shirt let's say and you know you can tell that they're just like in their house clothes like hanging out at Charlotte's apartment and um, mm. then it shoots to um, you know after clearly like you know Samantha and her brother went out to like some see some jazz which was great because literally he comes over to Charlotte and Karen's like hey so Sam has great recommendations for jazz. And Charlotte's like, mm, like, I'm tired, like, thinking he's going to, like, trail behind her. And he's like, okay, great, then we'll just go. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, fuck. So basically what happens is Charlotte wakes up and Samantha's already awake, which I find really funny because I've never really thought about whether Samantha's, like, an early bird or not. that is true (laughs) but she's like wide awake like way before charlotte and she's in charlotte's kitchen like on the top of a stool looking for like coffee filters or coffee or something and and charlotte's like what are you doing as she looks up and sees that samantha's wearing like a duke t-shirt but it's like a different duke t-shirt which i thought was really i thought that was really funny wardrobe it was like a different duke t-shirt i didn't notice that detail it was like how many like but think about this this guy is so proud of going to duke that on a weekend stay with his sister he brings two duke shirts (laughs) 
two Duke resting shirts. And I love that Samantha. And it's kind of cute. I I don't know. I thought that was like a cute little thing they did because then they have Samantha wearing it, you know, in the morning in Charlotte's house. And like, you in my note, actually, I have, you know, I think it's understandable that Charlotte's like upset because yeah you know, it's weird <laughs> because literally like instead of samantha saying like oh hi like i'm here like you probably know why i'm here or like yeti <laughs> instead of like any of that she's just like where are your coffee filters? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like congratulating charlotte on like having Her a nice brother's brother. performance yeah yeah so... like <laughs> well done honey I know. I did think Charlotte's um, reaction was obviously cruel, and it was cruel. It was interesting to see Samantha hurt because we've talked yeah. about this before that Samantha does have vulnerabilities and she yeah. doesn't show them. And it was interesting writing that you know her friends are the ones that can hurt her, and because she cares about them. Yes, so I, I, I yes. think when she. Um, you know, she storms out and then Wesley like runs after her. And then, you know, Charlotte, of course, like makes up to her, which was, which was cute with the muffins. Um, but they have, we were talking about this earlier that it's nice to see Charlotte and Samantha's relationship. The mm-hmm. show is so Carrie centric that yes, yes. the other, the, 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 the relationships on the show are very much like the relationship they each have to carry or like peripheral yeah. little moments together. But I really like Samantha and Charlotte as characters. They're written really well as opposites, and I think their yes. friendship works nicely. I really like when the show goes down different avenues of the friends, you know, mm-hmm. because I think that it's it's because there is like a Miranda Charlotte tiff at one point. You know, it's really cool. There's there's a Carrie Samantha tiff at one point. I don't mm-hmm. know if there's a Samantha Miranda tiff at all. But um yes there is Oh when the funeral in, in the well, funeral yes and yeah, then that's... also when Samantha um Miranda just has her baby and she's really struggling oh, yes and yes. then Samantha's like the baby and then Samantha ends up giving her the hair appointment Yes yes exactly and so yeah, it's it's nice. I think that, like, this is, like, an episode where, like, okay, now we're really starting to see some of the other characters, like, relations, like, relationships mm-hmm. with each other and their friendships. So, that yeah, that's why I think it's a really good episode. Um, and, yeah, I do think it was cruel that, like, Charlotte, like, I think it was totally okay for her to be mad, but for her to basically slut-shame Samantha was, like, obviously, like, not cool, like, one, she's slut shaming her, and two, that's her friend. And like, mm-hmm. um, but then later we learn. What do we learn? If you want to like, like, oh uh, yeah. So this this part of it that um, Charlotte's brother is so thankful to Samantha because he hadn't had sex in two years. The the his yeah. Leslie, his wife, he separated from, really did not want to have sex, and it's he really felt frustrated. He wasn't sure what to do. He had gone on therapy, medication, whatever. And then he just had sex. So Samantha kind of gave him the happiness that he Or clarity even. Clarity, closure, whatever it was. And then Samantha, I mean, Charlotte ends up being thankful towards Samantha for sleeping with her brother. Um, Yeah. And then that kind of like wraps up that plot line. Wraps up that like Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) Game of Thrones. Oh my God. Okay. So speaking of weird family dynamics in this episode, I love 
the Carrie Justin Thoreau plot line with the family. I really liked that family a lot. They were this typical liberal New York, like Brooklyn family. Yeah, I love. Well, they were in Manhattan, I think. Oh, that's right. right. Sorry, they were in Manhattan. Um, just like liberal mom. She's a docu docu filmmaker. The like nominated a, a for an professor. Oscar. Yeah, he's yeah. a writer professor of like uh, cultural zeitgeist. Duncan and I went down to the Neil Simon Theater and spent sixty-five dollars. Seventy-five. To see a British movie star simulate a blowjob. I wonder if that's what Neil had in mind. <laughs> Did she show her tits? No. Uh, how's the pickled herring? It's very good. And they're so enthralled by Carrie, which makes me question their intelligence. That they <laughs> are, you know, now I'm like, wait, are they that wonderful? Sarah, I, <laughs> I literally was thinking the same thing. Like, you have these, like, like well, like, you have, like, these learned people. <laughs> and they're established and, and esteemed. <laughs> yeah, like, she's nominated for an Oscar. Like, he, like, what, it like, is a professor, like, tenured at Columbia. And they're, like... They think Carrie Bradshaw, who constantly is like ancient man, yeah, has no concept. <laughs> they of think history. that she's a literal icon, a cultural icon, and they find her fascinating. But you know what? Now that we're talking about it, the reason why she likes them so much is because they like her, and she is so insecure that that. Like, we don't know a lot about her family dynamics. And so I think she's attracted to that, that people who are, like, they really, really like her. They're interesting. And they think she's yeah. an icon and they want to talk to her. So I think it's more of a reflection of what she doesn't have as why she's attracted yeah. to this and why the family was such a pull for her. Yeah. Um, it's also but, ironic. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what's ironic, which, you know, the show is kind of, like, trying to point out, is that, like, the parents and the family, they're, like, so, like, open with each yes. other. And they seem, like, yes. really open about talking about sex. I mean, and, and clearly, like, the mom and the dad, like, read Carrie's column and talk about it a lot. And it's funny because then we learn that Justin Thoreau's character so does not like talking about sex. Like, and he mm -hmm. so is so annoyed that his family members are constantly talking about sex. Vaughn. Let's deal with what's really upsetting you. Hmm? Shall we? Okay. If you have to have everything out on the table, why don't we start with some scallion cream cheese? And, like, what I didn't really understand is, like, I have... <laughs> this is my note, Sarah. It's literally, it literally goes dash. Premature ejaculation, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> what exactly is that? So this is where we need ask a... Um, doctor, and I think we're going to do my sister for this one, so I, I will be asking my sister later for what it is. So I'm assuming it's when the, it, it's not spontaneous, it's that the male is over, the male, the male is, <laughs> Ancient man is over. Ancient man is overly aroused. I think it's that you're overly aroused and that you, you, you don't have that control of it. I'm assuming, okay. I know it's a very embarrassing problem for men. Yeah. So basically, just as back like a background info, like C Carrie and this guy, like they really mentally jive together, and you can tell that they like have really great like you know emotional like intelligence type of connection and chemistry, and they get really excited about like sleeping with each other, and every time they're about to sleep with each other, he literally like 
has premature ejaculation where he's like literally like and then they have to stop and like like, i feel like he has him a tissue yeah 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 and i think i remember actually watching this when i was younger and just being like wait hold up what just happened? You know, like, and not knowing what that was, you know? I'm I know like, here I same. am at, like, age 32 almost, and I'm like, I, what is that? I still don't so know. So what's what going is. on there with Asian men? What's he doing? Because, well, um, okay, first off, I was going to ask, have, <laughs> have you ever, like, had, that, like, gone, had an experience yes. where... <laughs> no. Have I? Have I, have I, have I? Um, Tell me. I, I can so recall one the... right now. Yeah, I mean, it's happened a couple times, and <laughs> the, the actually, when I was the, the first person I slept with when I was younger, it happened too, and he was much, like, we were in high school, and he was so embarrassed, and he's like, please, just, like, don't tell anybody, and I, I of course I wouldn't tell anybody, I didn't know what to say, I was like, that was too <laughs> Like, Again, no, what exactly is that? <laughs> I have no frame of reference, but um, no, yeah, it's definitely happened before, and I've 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 handled it well, uh, but I I once did not handle it well, and I said something like not kind, and I still think of that to this day. To who? I'll bleep it I, out. Um. Uh, oh shit. Wait, what did you say? Oh my god! I I said um, I said, uh, do do you always come that quickly? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So like direct. I know, but in my it was only like a minute and a half, and so it was that seemed like very fast, and so and also. You might not, I mean, I don't think you were into it to begin with, so you probably no. were, like, I mean, resentful of yourself. I was, like, trying to be interested, and I remember, <laughs> like, being there and being like, oh, I just want to go home. <laughs> Let me go home. Well, and he gave me a quick outing. <laughs> he knew I wanted to go. But no, it's, a, it's kind of, I mean, I think a lot of women have been in this position, and it happens, and it's like, I'm not, I don't judge it at all. It's, um, but I think Carrie tried her best in this. Yeah, I think Carrie tried her best. Um, it's, you know, funny that she's a sex columnist and that happens. And then, like, you know, like, if we actually think about it, like, she turns this guy's, like, plight into a column. Like, if... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that not each episode supposed to be, like, a column? Like, a theme I of a I think so. I think so. So, like, so, she yeah. full-on airs this guy's dirty and he's another writer so like <laughs> i know anyway. clearly but it, yes is, yeah but it's it was, i can think of it one time of like no i know it's happened more than once but like there's one time where it happened and like i was like <laughs> this is weird but i was like flattered <laughs> <laughs> no i i totally know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was man. like, because it was someone who I was like really attracted to. I am a goddess. <laughs> <laughs> I am Miss I, America. <laughs> I am beautiful and sexual, <laughs> feisty, and he just can't control himself. <laughs> and then it's, like, it's like, no, it's a condition. <laughs> happened and he was like oh he was like so embarrassed by it and he was like oh my god like this hasn't happened since i was like in high school like he made some kind of joke 
And I just said, like, don't worry about it. Like, it's normal. Like, it happens. Like, but, you know, I feel like I've said that kind of, like, multiple times. Because, like, I don't know. Like, sex is vulnerable. And I want to, like, reassure people, like, when something happens, you know, like that, you know. Of Which course, is, like, yeah. Like, we're normal and we're human. And, like, you know, we've been completely, like, drenched and soaking wet in like media depictions of wait if you like saying soaking wet wasn't yeah that was right? i was like oh okay <laughs> wasn't the right word choice. we are wet over here just thinking about the <laughs> i know i really was wondering where you're going with it <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying right now. oh my god no we have been drenched in propaganda sexual propaganda <laughs> oh my god okay so i know but I, I know what you mean i know <laughs> you know when you just like it's the end of the day and you just can't stop laughing it's like, no i know um, so basically but you know, it's, it's like you know what the thing is though it's kind of like just like what you said about that guy i'm flattered <laughs> yeah it's like yeah yeah anyway so like I think it's really normal. At the same time, like, I still don't, like, is it, like, a medical condition? Like, that's where I don't really know, don't, like, what is. <laughs> I don't think, I think things are only technically a medical condition if it bothers the person. Because, or like, if, if it's it chronic, I guess. If, which it's I... chronic, if it's chronic. <laughs> I think if it's chronic, if, I, think, I think things become an issue when they are, to a certain degree, of bother to that person. And if it's <laughs> mentally draining on you, if it's draining yeah. on your relationship, then you can get help. But there are tons of medications that are out there for guys, and there's a lot of, like, skills and things that they can learn to do. But um, I, it was really funny how, uh, what Samantha says, she's like, honey, <laughs> no, get out before he stains all your sheets. <laughs> so aggressive over her food to say that. And she's saying something like, if he can't get it into the garage, the Cadillac into the garage, like. <laughs> something, she had many, and Dakota and I were watching it, and he says, whoa. She, I think she, he, he, she said something like, if, if, if he can't get the cream and the cupcake. <laughs> so <laughs> <Yeah>. aggressive. <laughs> it's really, really quite. <laughs> Imagine visceral. <laughs> well, it's funny because like Carrie at brunch is talking about how much, you know, she likes this guy's family and like, you know, what a bummer it is because she like loves his family and she's attracted to him. But like this is clearly an issue if it's happened like two or three times on top of which she's a sex columnist. So it's like, you know, probably like a weird conflict of interest. But, um, <laughs> but I love, I love when, um, Carrie's, this is where my Samantha Zinger comes into play. I'm a trisexual. I'll try anything once. I love when Carrie's like, the thing is I like best about him is his family. And Samantha goes, mm, is there anyone there you can fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You know so what? That good. was a really good one. For some reason, my my zinger for Samantha was to stain the sheets because Samantha does these faces where she's just like, oh, honey, no. And she's very dramatic with her utensils. And I don't know if that's anybody who watches the show watches how Samantha reacts with utensils. She's really great with acting with them, putting them down forcefully and looking up. You're right. You're and her right. facial expression. She's like, I hate being right about this. because she's And Samantha calls it. She kind of, yeah. you know, figures it out and 
Um, I thought that the ending scene with the family, you realize like how frustrated that he is with his family. So he also has this like sexual frustration. Yeah. And it's, you know, he I, it's like he can't fully express himself with his family. Like he's overexpressed with them. And so I think sexually he just, I don't know, there, there's some metaphor there that I yeah. think could, some psychic and I think therapist w- could get into. Uh, the mom is really like the mom and Carrie like are really like they just jive together really bond and the mom is like talking about how she like never his you know talking about sex with them and is very open about talking about sex with them since they were young and the irony is that he like hates that his family is constantly talking about sex and how like that's kind of funny I don't know <laughs> what was really weird in this episode which i like honestly this is the first time i've noticed it is like so carrie they're like she and justin thoreau are going over to his family's for brunch and like on the weekend and you know they go over there and they're having a really good time and he you know right before they headed over there he and carrie like had again like unsuccessful sex and so he's like in this weird like pissy kind of bad mood and I, like, actually never really noticed until now that he was being, like, actually insane. Yeah. Oh, he, he like, stomping around, where is this, where is that? It was not good. Being so rude to his family members and, like, also being, like, setting such a weird tone and mood for everyone else by, like, running around, like, looking for the scallion cream cheese and yada, yada, yada. Where's the scallion cream cheese? Oh, it's out there on the table. I don't see it. Well, then check the refrigerator. Why is he so edgy? I have no idea. Don't let him pull that moody shit on you. I know. It's such a pose. The minute he got published, he suddenly this, quote, tortured artist. Where's the cream cheese? It's out there. And then it just, that kind of was really weird to me. And like, and that weirdness was compounded by the fact that when Carrie tries to, to leave, the mom is like, no, 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 don't leave, don't leave. But, like, not in a, like, don't leave right now. Like, don't, like, I want you to stay, stay with him. It's fine. Like, couples figure out sex. Like, please. Like, she was so, like, needy for Carrie in that relationship. And it, that was really strange to me. And then she is talking about, like, that she knows Her son's that he, sexual premature ejaculation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's she like references like let's just say the marriage was short, <clears throat> you know, and like I thought personally I felt that was like really like inappropriate. Uh, Carrie, what happened? Everything was going so well. It really wasn't. Okay, I know what it is. His last girlfriend wasn't as discreet. I don't even want to get in the irony. He writes short stories. Okay, this has. This has officially become too weird. Really? In a situation like this, you gotta laugh. All right, it's a problem. But you'll work it out. What did you, what did you think? Oh yeah, I mean it was completely inappropriate, and um, but I, I think that was her whole thing that Carrie was attracted to at first was the openness and the vulnerability, yes. and then you get a little too much, too much of it, and there's like boundaries that are crossing, and and Carrie does recognize like no, like I I think I need to break up with the mom, like she's the one I need to kind of, you know, end things yeah. with, especially but... since the mom was trying to like, well, it's just weird because the mom was like kind of in her own kind of world of denial which is instead of Mm -hmm. like 
she was basically telling Carrie, like, ignore it, ignore it. It's fine. Like, just ignore it. Like, it happens. And, like, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Like, and I felt that was, like, so kind of, like, anti how, like, open she is, you know? Yeah. Which is, like, then also, like, pretending, like, it's not happening. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I thought um, it's the mom was so sweet and she was desperate and maybe she just, like, really liked Carrie and they had yeah. this weird kind of fast friendship fast yeah. little relationship but i can't discuss this with you you can't carrie you and i can discuss anything so your sex life isn't so great so what 77 percent of all marriages are sexless the other things are so much more important like family then i saw that the person i really had to break up with wasn't vaughn it was his mother you mentioned the him like being acting like such a child around the, the house when he was frustrated over brunch. It it um, made me think of the the Miranda plot line that I really love in this oh, episode yes. with the asshole kid. And this is where we were mm-hmm. talking about earlier that kids are assholes <laughs> because mm-hmm. I do think when kids maybe kids inherently are assholes, but they can be raised to be. And yeah. I think when Miranda's in the gym, and first off, what fucking gym has family time in which kids are around free weights that is a lot yeah 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 yeah. happen yeah totally totally like they're literally lifting barbells and heavy weights and there's like new york sports club (laughs) new york sports club tighten it up (laughs) tighten it up up. so first off that is a nightmare to have children running around the gym but miranda gets into the elevator and the dad's like oh no you know don't can don't press the button that to me was the first red flag. When you think that your child is yes. more entitled to do something than a paying yes. member of that gym, yes. I would have my kid yes. and be like, "You wait and don't touch shit. <laughs> don't especially, like, do anything." Especially in New York, they're not in like fucking North Dakota, like where there's <sighs> time. Like people are like running and rushing at all times in New York. Like, I, I, just, like yeah. I know we're childless. I know we're, we're coming from a place of like of childless privilege here, and maybe we'll be singing a I'd, different tune. I hope yeah, not, though. I'd, but I don't know about I the didn't... phrase "childless privilege." But like, <laughs> TBH. Oh, I think TBH. Um, yeah. Well, I could be starting it now. I think there is a privilege when you are of a certain age. You don't have children. Like, there's levels yeah. of like freedom that I have that my friends freedom, kids freedom, don't. financial yeah. freedom. And the way that this dad was raising his kid and speaking to him as if the kid, like, had some say in things, I I could not be attracted to a man like that who was raising their kid in that way. And I know, I think the dad was admitted, like, he's a, there was divorce, like, I'm doing everything wrong. D-I-V-O-R, yeah. Well, spelling it. Um, So at least the dad has some level of self-awareness, but then this plotline ends with the... Miranda, you know, post-sex, she's naked in the home, and she should have put a bathroom. She's in the bathroom. First thing, she's in the bathroom, and then the little boy, and then she, the door, and then he, 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 the dad handled that so poorly. Yeah, basically, like Miranda's in the bathroom. I thought she was wearing like a bathrobe or something. No, she's completely nude. Oh, okay, yeah, and she's going to the bathroom, and then the kid like busts the door open, and she's like, "Wait, wait, wait," because like she doesn't want him to like see her naked. And then, like, somehow the door hits his head and, like, I don't know. And then, you know, he starts crying and, like, the dad is like, you need to go. Like, as if, like, Miranda did something bad, which was, like, I don't know. She didn't really do anything. Like, 
And also, no. boys are like clumsy. Like they're fine. Like I don't so know. I, I, so this brought up the question that I had, which is, you know, I don't think that I don't want to call children baggage. I think that's really unfair to kids, and I think that's unfair yeah. to people who are divorced and have children. I agree. One of my closest friends has a older son, and she's dating now. And the guy that she's dating, you know, doesn't refer to the the son as like your son he says the kid's name and he makes it so like this yeah. is just a person in your life yeah and yeah but she has encountered men who do not want to date some of the kid everyone has their right mm. to choose what kind of you know relationship they want to get into but i think it's really hard when you have kids and dating um i would love to reach out to people who are in that position. I mean, I'm going to ask um, my friend a little bit more about it, her experience. Yeah, we would love to. Online dating. Yeah. We would love to hear more about people from people who are dating and or who are also parents, especially in New York City too. Because, yeah, I, that's, so my personal pet peeve is like when, like if you meet somebody and you like jive with them, like at least for me personally, like if I met someone and I jive with them and I find out they have a kid, like that person's in their life. Like, and mm-hmm. if I like the person, then, like, I think it's important to, like, get to know the kid and, and not be threatened by that. But I I feel like there are people who, like, are absolutely do not want any no. spawn that isn't from them. And I think that's, like, a weird, like, vanity thing. Like, maybe it's, like, a weird biological thing. But, like, I don't know. I think it's, like, really, like, vain and, like, really, like, disappointing to hear that there are people like step parents who don't like the person who don't like the child because it's like not from them or it's not quote unquote theirs i think that's that just yeah, feels I mean, that's wrong a to me level of of toxic and i think if you are dating somebody who has that mindset there's probably other parts of them that are glaringly selfish and yeah or jealous or it's it's yeah. interesting i'm reading a book right now called um, maybe you should talk to somebody and it's uh, a therapist. Mm. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's pretty popular mm. on like Amazon and Goodreads. It's about a therapist who talks about what it's like to be a therapist in therapy. So she's talking about her patients, but also being oh, a wow. patient. Oh, and wow. her boyfriend, she's older and she has a kid. Mm-hmm. And her boyfriend in the book breaks up with her. And they're going to get married. They've been together for a long time. And he finally admits to her, like, I cannot imagine my life with your child. I don't want to yeah. have that. Yeah. I, he he said, I've raised my kids already. I have yeah. kids. I can't be with a young child again. So I do think yeah. if you have those um, boundaries, I think before you get into a relationship with someone with a kid, you'd have to express that. I've never dated anybody with a child. So I, I have no idea. I haven't either, and I think that's because maybe, like, we're on the younger end. Well, uh, may- well, now we're in relationships, mm-hmm. but before we were in relationships, I think we were on the younger end and probably, like, mostly hanging out with people on the younger end. But even so, like, I definitely, like, swiped right, which means, like, you want, like, on people on Tinder, like, who have, who said they have kids. Like, that, I don't, I'm not bothered by that, like, I, for whatever yeah. reason. I think in our age group, when we were in New York, we were on Tinder, though, 23, I would not have considered dating somebody who had a child because I still Too young. was on my family's cell phone plan. And I, I'm like, I I'm am still a child. young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. am a child, so I can't. But I think <laughs> when you get over a certain age, like if I was single in 35 or single in 40, or if I was divorced in 45, children are probably automatic. So it really 
depending on when in your life you're dating or when you're looking for a partner, children can either be a guaranteed, you know, part of that. I mean, I, I think of it the same way if somebody had a really ill parent and they were taken care of you, and they maybe the parent had to live with them. You know, that's I think that's a really hard thing in relationships. Yeah. And, when you you have something that's a non-negotiable yeah and um and Miranda realizes this episode that she just she doesn't want it she just can't deal yeah. with the but it's, it's so funny because she ends up being a parent with a kid and trying yeah. to date and that ends up kind of turning right. back on her mm-hmm. so true I totally forgot about that yeah it's um like, I, I actually understand if you don't want to date someone who has a kid if you, like, never want kids. Like, that mm-hmm. I understand. But, like, I find it, like, kind of bizarre when there are people who, like, really want fi- family or really want, like, kids. And then they don't want someone else's. Like, that, for me, that's just so sad. Like, that poor child. Like, I know. I don't know. Like, they're just rejected and, like, they're, like, without even, like, like anyone getting to know them. Like, I don't know. I just think that's, like, weird. But um, so yeah. do we have a Mirandaism or a carry tracker for this episode? I don't know if I have any carry trackers. I don't have any carry tractors, which is a first. I don't have any Charlotte. Like, is he the one? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, no, her brother. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, we obviously have that Samantha Zinger. Um, I know. I don't have a Mirandaism. I don't know if I have a Mirandaism. You know what? Nope. I have mine. I wrote I it think- down. It feels good to be sarcastic. I wonder if this, I know. Okay, it's probably the same one. So at the end, she gets into the elevator, and oh. the woman's like, please, like, she really likes to press the buttons. And Miranda goes, you know what? So do I. And she presses the button, and I <laughs> loved that. And Miranda decided she had ceded enough territory to the invading troops. Oh, do you mind? He really loves to push the button. Yeah? So do I. Yeah, I did love she, that. It was a good moment. I um, love that. I do love when uh, Samantha and Miranda, I don't know what the joke was, but it was like, I'll be sarcastic and you'll be ridicule. And she's like, why am I always ridicule? Or I don't know. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, Miranda and, and Samantha have a good friendship too. I want some spinoff shows with these like other characters. Like get Carrie yeah. out there. How's, what about fashion aside from Carrie's iconic outfit? <laughs> Oh my God, she's fashion roadkill. Um, I thought that Charlotte, when Charlotte was out with Wesley and then Samantha and Carrie met yeah. up with them, Charlotte looked beautiful. I did really, love her really. Dress. She has that like '90s, really deep yeah. side part with the floral yeah. dress. I mean, you and I, our brains are primed to <laughs> see floral dresses right now. Like it's <laughs> all we're doing for Heather's wedding. Primed. <laughs> we're just we see florals everywhere, and then I liked um, obviously Carrie's iconic look. <laughs> Um, Miranda, again, I called out earlier that her hair just looked so terrible. Miranda's and, uh, hair. Uh, I don't, I think this is in the first recording, but Miranda. What color is it? <laughs> is her hair like orange red or is it red red? Because in it's this like episode. Blood red. It's like it's blind blood red. red. It's just it was, burgundy. it was crimson. It was really like. It's, <laughs> no, like, it's the color of Merlot. It's just not yeah. good. <laughs> it was and, really weird. And her skin was like she a. She had like a, a little. Clip. 
a teeny clip in her, like, near her forehead, like, in her pixie cut with her, like, freaking Merlot red and hair. And her pale skin that you saw. And then her skin was so pale that she looked like a ghost. And this is coming from me and Sarah, who are, like, really pale. We are so, so we pale, were, so we are in a place. We were appalled. <laughs> we were appalled. We're in a place as pale women in which we can critique other pale women, right? <laughs> it's one of those situations. And she's too pale. <laughs> it's ghostly and gray. Yeah. Um, how many um, Manolo Blahniks are you giving this episode? I had a religious experience at Manolo Blahnik. I'm going to give this one a four. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm giving it a solid four. I thought it was really good. Okay, I'm giving it a 3.75. I don't mean to like prices right you, but like, and, like no, just you like know, barely I, I undercut you. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. I think it was still, um, I think it was an ephemeral episode, if you know what I mean. It was, it yeah. came and then it went. You know, there it wasn't It came quickly. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Shortcomings, perhaps. <laughs> so I, but this is really interesting though, because these episodes are leading to two bombshell of an episodes that are coming up. So this is the fourth to last episode of the season. We have only three more episodes in season two, and the last two are doozies because Big comes back. So these are all kind of like, yeah. yeah. Is the next episode with the younger girls, like younger women out in the Hamptons or something? Like 20s or 30s? Is that the next? No, no, no. So the last episode is X in the City. That's when, you know, blah, blah, Carrie runs into him post whatever and then the other one is 20 something girls first 30 some 20 something girls and then what is episode 16 it's uh, i can't remember what this one is 16 s-a-t-c why don't i have this on my radar was it good for you Mm. oh this is the one where carrie um uh, dates a guy who's a recovering alcoholic. And then, oh, my God, yes. oh and this is one Charlotte um, is, dates the guy who falls asleep on her during sex. So they go to that sex workshop, the tantric thing. Oh, my thing. God, yes. So this is another kind of buffer episode where the plot doesn't carry over. But the next two um, episodes, 17 and 18, are like the best of the season because they just are gut punching. They're really good. All right, folks. Well, you heard it here first. We so and we see. have good news that Gilly's going to be in New York for the next recording. So we're going to have a special recording in person. Woo woo! All right. Well, we'll see you <laughs> next time, um, people. <laughs> I was going to say bye. Something I can't even think of. It. My brain is fried right now. All right. Fried, bye, fried, guys. Fried.